Welcome to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. Welcome back to So You Want to Be a Witch. I am your host, Sarah M. Chapel, and we are here today for our monthly mini business training, and it is with me, yours truly, today, and we're going to talk about launching. Launching, not as in like failure to launch that terrible movie from the early 2000s, but launching as in putting something out into the world with your business, reaching the right people and getting them to invest. We think a lot about launching a business, but like it's one time, right? You know, you open your doors to your store or you put your online shop up and you say, hey, I'm open for business. And that's it. That's your one launch. That's the way a lot of us think about it. But you can actually launch, well, anything, anytime. All launching is, is basically creating like a movie premiere for your product, your service, your course, your offer. We're letting people know that something exciting is happening. And then we're getting them excited about it. And then we're giving them an opportunity to participate. Just like when a movie premiere comes out, even if you're not like super into media, you probably still notice that there are going to be all the same movie stars on all the magazine covers, right? All of a sudden, you know, the the lead from that movie is on five magazine covers in the same month. There are ads for it. Even I barely watch actual TV and I still see ads for movies all the time. I don't understand where they come from, but they find me. They're being interviewed. They're on radio shows. They might even have cameos on TV shows timed with it. There's all sorts of crossover. Right now when I'm recording this, the um, NBA finals are on and my partner's watching those and there's this whole new Men in Black movie crossover with the NBA because all the sports people are aliens. I don't quite follow. But again, I'm not even watching it, but I'm in the same room so now I know that there's a new Men in Black movie. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about launching. Maybe not quite on that scale. We may not be buying national TV ads, but we are teasing. We are letting people know. We are creating awareness about something that we want to share. Now, as I'm recording this, I'm hot off the heels of my most successful launch yet. And I did the math. I realized I have participated in 10 launches this past year. I'm not necessarily recommending that. Those weren't all in my business. I do have a robust business supporting other business owners um, doing either marketing and sales consulting or as a business coach. So through those folks, I've worked on on 10, but including my own business, it's been plenty. And I'm a big fan of this model. Now, the first thing I'll say, as always, if this model doesn't feel good to you, you don't have to use it. (laughs) That's what's so fun about designing your own business that supports your needs is that you can choose different things. But I'm gonna make a pitch for the launch model today. I like launching because it is a set period of time where you are focused on engaging your audience and making them an offer. And when it's done, it's done until you start it again. I like this for me personally because as somebody who struggles with things like anxiety, depression, and some physical health issues, having a condensed period of time to focus on something really helps me because if I know I only have two more days or three more days, I can kind of push through and then I have a lot more more comparatively relaxed time where I'm not on in quite the same way. I can just show up and serve my customers and serve my students. So I like a launch for that reason. Today we're going to talk a little bit about the basic structure of a launch, get a little into more of what this even means and why you might want to use it. 
and some tips and tricks that I've learned. Again, I, I did 10 launches just in this past year. I've done more than that, um, that I will share with you. And before we go any further, if you're listening to this live, I do want to let you know that I'm actually running a launch incubator. I had so many great questions and so many folks reach out after watching and participating in my Tarot for Self-Care launch that I decided to reopen my holistic business incubator specifically for launching. And it's going to be a 12-week program, small, small group of people. I already have a bunch of applications, but there's probably still some room. But if you listen to this live, you can email me at sarah at sarahmchapel.com. This is a paid group experience, and I will lead you through in 90 days, just three months, creating your offer, building your runway, and we'll talk about what that means in a moment, and then actually launching it. So if you have an idea that you've been sitting on and you're waiting for the right time, there is no right time. This is the right time. We're going to go through this together so that you can actually get your offer into the world. The sooner that you actually put it out there and launch it, the sooner you'll have actual feedback and data so that you can refine and, uh, what's the word? Yeah, get better at it. <laughs> There's a reason I've done so many launches this past year. It's because I've been learning. So if you're interested in getting some support around that and actually having that, that accountability and the actual support around copywriting, organic and paid advertising, launch strategies and methods, list building, all of those things, send me an email, sarah at sarahmchapel.com. That is S-A-R-A-H-M-C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L.com. Or you can slide into my DMs over on Instagram at sarahmchapel, and I will send you the application. We'll be starting at the end of June. So this is a, this is a now kind of thing. But let's get back to launching as a more general thing. We can think of launching as having two main parts. The first part is the runway that is leading up to the launch, all the preparation we do for it. And then there's the launch itself. We're actually going to start by talking about the launch itself because I want to I want to dial this in in case you guys aren't really familiar with this term and I have just been repeating it for five minutes now. All the launches is making an offer to people that has a deadline. That's it. Launching is saying, I have this thing. You have to decide if you want it or not by this date. That's it. That's the basics of it. Now, why do we have a deadline? Two reasons. The first one is if you're running something like a course or a program, you probably have a start date, especially if you're teaching it live or if there's some live element to it. Just like if you were signing up for a class in person and you can launch for an in-person class. So this is probably for most of you will be a little bit easier online, but you can launch for an in-person class there's a deadline. At some point you have to show up and do the thing, right? The deadline may be that day. Maybe you can sign up when you walk through the door for the class, but there is a deadline. So that's one reason we do this. The second one is this. We're trying to encourage people to be a yes or a no. One of my teachers talks a lot about, you know, if you go to your Amazon wish list, how many things do you have just like saved in your Amazon cart, not in your wish list, your cart saved for later, right? Amazon has that feature that you haven't bought. You haven't bought them because even if you want them, there's no, there's no urgency. There's no impetus to, you know, if you found out all of a sudden it was going to go out of print, maybe you would, but you haven't bought it. My list is like 20 million years long. We want people to be a yes or a no. And that or a no part is really important. We are not trying to force people to buy our thing. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there in the world, but use a soul-centered entrepreneur or not. We're not trying to force people to buy our thing. We're trying to encourage them to make a decision. Raise your hand if you're home alone or listening in your car. If you're driving, you don't need to raise your hand to say, do you have a hard time making decisions? <laughs> so many of us do. And we won't, we'll wait until the last possible minute to do so. We'll wait until it's almost like too late, until we have to make a decision. 
That's the gift we are giving people in a launch. That decision can be no, and that no is completely acceptable. I have no interest in people joining my courses or programs who don't want to be there. I can't help them. I can't do anything for them. But if it's somebody who really wants this and really wants to be in this and is ready for that next step, then I want to give them the support and encouragement to give themselves the gift of that yes. That's what we're doing here. The deadline, it creates urgency, but not in like some shitty, scarce way where like you're going to be fucked if you don't buy this thing. But in a, do you want to do this? No is an acceptable answer, but if it's yes, then let's do it. Let's make it a yes. So that's what a launch is really doing. We are giving people that opportunity to say yes or no. That closed container of having an end date is what creates the urgency and also does create a sense of scarcity. Now, I'm not a huge fan of scarcity tactics as a, if you don't buy this, you'll never get it again and you're going to die in a ditch. There are plenty of online marketers and marketers in general who will do that. But this is a real scarcity. If you can't buy it after this date, then you can't buy it after this date, at least not until you reopen it. And that also does help us to make decisions. Again, if it's a no, it's a no. That's awesome. Then people can move on with their lives. Great. They don't have to think, oh, I miss this thing or, oh, should I do this thing? So we use the deadline to encourage people to make a decision, whichever way it is. And it's helpful. I am so grateful for deadlines that I've been given in my life, like the deadline to apply to college. Do we think that colleges are mean because they have application deadlines? No, that's it makes sense. They have to review things and make a decision or applying for a job. If there's a deadline, that makes sense. They need to you know, review and make a decision. This is not a bad thing to have a deadline. You need to know how many people are you going to be supporting? Is this going to, from a business perspective, did, are you going to have the resources you need to just work on this for the next few months? Or do you need to also find some other ways to bring in extra resources or extra work? You know, we, it's fair, it's fine to want to have firm information about your income and how many people you're going to be supporting. So launch itself can be set up in so many different ways. The really simple one, and what I did for my first official launch over a year ago, was this. I sent an email to my mailing list saying, hey, I'm teaching a course online. Do you want to join? <laughs> and then I posted on Instagram a few times, and I went live on Instagram saying, hey, I'm doing this course. Do you want to join? It starts this day. Let me know if you want to join. That's a launch. It's not a big launch, it's not a robust launch, but it is a launch. Making an offer and putting a deadline on it, that's it. One email, a couple Instagram posts, and I filled my class. But that is not a launch that is a long-term strategy. Why? It doesn't get people involved with your work and it doesn't give them value. Now, if you have a robust audience online and you have never made an offer to them before, or you haven't made many, that method might work fine. Presumably, if you have a robust audience, you've been giving them value, right? Like here I am on this podcast, hopefully giving you value. If I make you an offer for the first time, maybe you'll be like, oh, cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed what she does. But at some point, you're going to tap out that existing audience. We need to find new people who are interested. We need to expand who we're reaching. And the way we do that is providing more value. The launch process is a way of providing value so that people can decide whether or not they want to work with you. So if launch 101 is just announcing the thing and having a deadline, launch 201 is actually having some sort of value that you offer 
before making an offer. This value can come up in different ways. A lot of you at this point are probably familiar with the basic value strategy of offering a free download, a freebie of some sort to get somebody on your mailing list. That is also a launch strategy. If once they're on your mailing list, you pitch them something pretty immediately. We can expand that for our launch. There are different ways to do this. A free ebook or a free mini course or a free meditation download, all of that kind of stuff works here. But if you want a bigger launch and you want to have a bigger impact, then doing a bigger kind of value proposition is really helpful. What I do are webinars. Webinars are basically free online classes where I teach a class and I use a webinar software that means that I can teach to hundreds of people at a time. And they aren't live on it. I mean, they can't, um, their faces are not visible. They can't talk, but there's a chat box. But what they see is basically me, my face, and I use a, a slide deck that I make. And I teach for about an hour. And it's a free class. And at the end of the hour, I make my offer. I say, hey, you want to go deeper? Was this fun? Did you learn stuff? Great. <laughs> Let's learn more. The webinar strategy has been really popular in the online marketing space and especially in kind of like the coaching, life coachy space, but especially business to business, like marketers teaching marketing to other marketers space for a while. You do see it in the holistic wellness space, not as much, but more so. And I like it. I like it because I like teaching. I like talking. Hello. <laughs> it suits my personality and it suits my skill set. And I do the webinar in basically the same format as my online class, so folks really get a taste of what it's like to learn from me. If you're like, well, that sounds terrible and shitty, great, don't do that. There's other things you can do. You can do something like a challenge. Five-day challenges are very popular right now. You can basically, in five days, can you get a quick win for your audience? Can you provide some value to them, something that they can learn so that they're then ready to invest with you more deeply. Someone recently did a cool launch for a physical product where their value proposition, what they were giving away was um, uh, playlists. This is Lauren Haynes of Wooden Spoon Herbs. Lauren, if you're listening, and I imagine you can still go down them, go check them out, woodenspoonherbs.com for her commune collection. She had playlists for each of the products. Now, it's a little bit different with physical products. You might not always want to do a webinar, though you could if it's maybe a more expensive physical product or, or you're selling a package of products and an educational webinar about them could be helpful. But what Lauren did, creating this, this vibe, this, this, per, this um, experience that you want to be part of that culminates in actually purchasing and using the product, having these playlists, in addition to the information, the playlists were this really great way to provide value that leads to the experience of the product. You can be really creative here. Another thing that's popular right now is live launching, which is doing a series of live videos that leads to your offer. So those are like live mini trainings. What something like I might do, right, um, if I were going to do that for my tarot class, would maybe be a, a three-part series on you know, using tarot as a tool for self-care, the mindset around using tarot and building your own spiritual practice and how that can support you in your business. And then at the end of that, three live videos on Facebook or something like that, I would make an offer. Whatever method you choose, we call it the launch vehicle, whatever vehicle you choose, 
doesn't really make a difference. The goal here is to provide value. What we're doing then is getting our audience to sign up and participate in this value. We want to actually give them free things before we ask them to buy something from us. We want to give them useful information before we ask them to buy something for us. This does two things. One, it shows that we know what we're talking about. Right? We're actually qualifying ourselves during this experience. I am qualifying myself as a tarot teacher during my webinar. I know what I'm talking about. But you don't know that if you don't really know me. Or maybe you kind of half-ass follow me on Instagram, but you never, you never work with me. How do you know that I know what I'm talking about? You don't. So I do this webinar where I talk about tarot. I coach people. I help them break through their mindset challenges on the call. And people are like, oh, yeah, she knows what she's talking about. And they get something useful out of it. Now, this is one of the real reasons I like the launch method so much, is that it can be so supportive to folks who don't buy. And for me, that's really important. So much of my business is creating free shit. I'm creating this for you right now. You don't pay for this. Except if you're a Patreon supporter, in which case, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> the Patreon covers about half of the costs of the podcast every month at this point, which is remarkable. Um, not including my time, but that's fine. But I think that creating free resources is really important. So I like doing webinars because you can come even if you're not going to buy and still get a lot of information. When you're thinking about what launch vehicle to choose, think about two things. One, what is your product or service or offer? And does it align with it, right? Doing a webinar makes sense for me because I do it in the same way as my online course. If you like the webinar style, you'll probably like the course. If I am going to do a launch for a coaching program, a, gr a group program, like I mentioned at the beginning, which I'm, I'm not really launching it though, I would venture that my launch incubator, just mentioning it here, is launching it, right? If, I, <laughs> if all we do is have a deadline, we're starting June 24th, so you should message me before then for an application, right? That's a launch. But if I were going to do that in a bigger way, I might do those live trainings so that those live video style trainings so that I can actually coach people live, help them get those breakthroughs, help them see the value in having somebody in their corner as they prepare for their launches. So I might walk them through a basic launch framework, kind of an expansion of what we're doing right here and do it live so that I can support them because that's more like what the experience will be. So think about what it is that you're doing. And some of you are probably like, oh, I don't know if I have something to launch. Launching is probably worth it if you have either an online course where you can take, I would say, a scalable number of people, or you have a higher ticket offer. That is, it's something that's more expensive, so folks need to feel more comfortable and have more value before they buy. And again, we talked about that with physical products as well. But you want it to be in alignment with the offer that you're making so that people feel like, oh, okay, I have a good sense of what this experience will be from this launch experience. The other thing to think about is just your personality. What do you like? Do you like teaching live? I love teaching live, so I do that. If you don't like teaching live, then that's probably not the best method for you. Something like a challenge where the videos are pre-recorded or something like Jeff Walker's product launch formula where you have pre-recorded videos or even downloadable audio lessons during a challenge, that might be better. You get to make it up. You get to decide. But as long as it provides value and it aligns with your offer, this will be really useful. So I said there was a second part to this whole process, or really the first part, which is the runway. The runway is what leads up to the launch. And we talked about this launch. The goal is to get people to participate 
in your launch vehicle so they receive value and decide to work with you. Well, where do we find those people? That's what the runway is about. The runway can start basically at any time. For my Tarot for Self-Care launch that just ended, I started my runway as soon as the last one ended at the end of February. So March, April, and most of May was a runway for me. What does this mean? The runway is where we are finding new people and we are starting to seed our offer. We're not pitching it, we're not selling it, but we're probably mentioning that it's coming. And we're starting to talk about the kind of subjects that the offer pertains to. And we're starting to address the objections, the fears, the resistances that people have to this kind of offer. I may have shared this here before, but one of the ones that I get a lot is that, oh, I really want to learn tarot, but it's not the right time. Well, you'll hear that for anything. It's never the right time, right? No, it's never the right time. So I start to work on very early why learning tarot is actually critical for whatever goals that you want to achieve, especially in your business or in your personal life. That actually tarot is the thing that will create the free time that you're looking for because you won't be wrapped up in your anxiety and your fear. You'll actually be able to make clear decisions and move forward. The runway is all about preparing for the launch. What kind of mindset do people need to be in to receive the value you're going to provide? What kind of people do you want to find? Who is this really for? The runway can be, of course, a social media focused thing, right? If you're on Instagram or whatever, Facebook, reaching new people. But this can also be other things, right? During my runway, I was on several podcasts trying to find new people to have in my audience. I was, um, I published some articles during that time trying to bring new people into my audience. Another word for runway really could be audience building, but we're doing it with this intent and focus on what we're going to be launching. So again, if we start from the launch vehicle and we say, we, we start actually from the very end, let's almost work backwards. What are you offering and selling? What is the best way to show people through your launch vehicle that they need this? And then what is the best way to find the right people to go through your launch vehicle? The runway is the part where we really start to get into something good, I think. You know, in the past, I haven't focused there a lot. I've been really worried about the launch. Now that I know how to launch, I'm way more focused on the runway. And part of this is because what you'll find is that only a certain percentage, probably a small percentage of your audience will buy from you in any given launch. Now, I won't go all the way into this, though if you're in the So You Want to Be a Witch Facebook group, what? You're not in the Facebook group. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash So You Want to Be a Witch. We'll link it up in the show notes. I actually led the entire group through my launch. I shared my strategies. I shared my numbers. I shared all sorts of things. But when we, we can actually, at the end of a launch, calculate, of course, the percentage of people who purchased and how much money you made per person who participated. We can talk about this in a future episode. It's a little bit too much probably for today. But what you'll find is that if you have an audience of a thousand, maybe, maybe something like, let's say an email list of a thousand, maybe something like 10%, maybe a hundred people will actually sign up for your launch. This depends. And the first time you do it, it'll probably be higher. The bigger your audience gets, the more these numbers go down. Let's say 10%, 100 people sign up to participate in whatever you're doing, your free experience. Of that, somewhere between 3 and 10% will purchase, most likely. That's not very many, 
right? <laughs> you may be surprised to hear that. That's actually a number that we can calculate. 3% conversion rate of the people who participate in your launch is industry standard. That's the standard. Again, when you're newer, you may find that number to be higher if you have a really engaged audience. My last two launches have converted at 7%. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty fucking awesome. I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. That's not necessarily normal. I do know people whose launches convert at higher rates as well. It happens. But this is why that runway matters so much. Because we want to find the right people, not just any people, the right people to participate, knowing that as they go through the process, they're going to drop off. And if you start with a thousand, you're going to only end up with maybe three to five percent of those people in your product or service. So the runway is where we build the audience of our ideal customers, of the people we can really help and serve, so that they'll participate in the free experience, so that some of them will join and buy and work with us. So that's the basics of doing a launch. And I hope that you find that useful, especially if you're not really familiar with this strategy. And even if you are familiar with this strategy, I hope that just laying it out from a different perspective supports you. And I want to encourage you to think about trying this. Now, again, if things being under pressure doesn't work well for you, if you don't work well with deadlines, then this may not be the strategy for you. Keep in mind, there are tons of other ways to launch. And my friend Yaro Magdalena of Daydreaming Werewolves talks a lot about growing a business without launching. That's not something that they like to do. So there are other strategies. I love launching because I am on for a week. That's it. Uh, I, that's something I should say, right? My, my registration for my course was only open to the public for five or six days. It's not a long time. There are people who launch and keep things open for a month. I honestly could not imagine that. That sounds exhausting as fuck. And there's no reason for it, really. Because a month, it doesn't give us that same decision-making that we're trying to encourage people to do. I think my first launch, I had the cart open probably for two weeks, and it's gotten shorter every time. It's gotten shorter, and I've had more people join while maintaining that conversion rate. If I only have to be on for five or six days, like really on, I can do that. Even if I get sick, even if my brain goes sideways, like I can, I know I can do that. And then afterwards, I'll rest. I'm very much in rest mode right now. <laughs> so that works well for me. I can muscle through for five days if necessary. This doesn't, and that's why I like it so much. So I'm not constantly out trying to find new prospects, not constantly trying to find new customers. I'm fully booked. I'm good. <laughs> I'm doing this little, uh, you know, holistic business incubator launch edition, but that's mostly because so many people were asking about it and I do have enough time on my schedule, but it's not a big launch. I'm just excited to do it. I can't wait because I love launching and I love helping other people launch, but I don't need to go out and find customers right now. I don't need to go do that. I can actually just come back to center and come back to service recording this podcast creating content on Instagram and Facebook, making more free videos. I like launching because it has an end date. And then I just go back into that runway, into that audience building mode, which is all about showing up and serving. So some thoughts for you, some things for you to reflect on. If you haven't launched before, why haven't you? What are you afraid of? 
I find that launching brings up so many big fears around selling, about being visible, around being annoying. What's, what's, what's getting in the way of you actually showing up and serving the people that you're here to serve? Have you had launched before? Do you have those numbers we talked about? Do you know what your conversion rate was? Do you know what your earnings per lead, that's just your total revenue divided by the number of people who participated in your launch, right? And that's the people who actually participated in the launch, not your entire mailing list. Do you have those numbers? And if you don't, can you go find them out? You need them in order to replicate and expand your launch. And if you want to learn more about launching, again, we've got two things. Come on over to the So You Want to Be a Witch Facebook group. I think I did like, I mean, five or six or more live videos, live trainings over there, walking you through my last launch. That is invaluable stuff, my friends. Towards the end, I, my brain got a little, little wonky. I was pretty tired, but I really encourage you to check that out if this is a strategy you're interested in. And then if you're like, yeah, that sounds great, Sarah, but I don't know how the fuck to do that, or I'm terrified, come and apply for the Holistic Business Incubator Launch Edition getting started the week of June 24th. You can get an application by DMing me on Instagram at Sarah M. Chapel or emailing me Sarah at sarahmchapel.com. This will be a small group program. I will guide you step-by-step step through doing your launch so that you can get this out into the world. It's time, y'all. 90 days is plenty of time to build a runway, craft your offer, and launch it. But so often we're sitting around like waiting years for the perfect time to do something. Like it doesn't exist. Now is the time. So if you want some support with that, come do that. But then ask yourself these questions as well. If you haven't launched, why haven't you? And for those of you who are listening to you like, oh, well, I don't have a product. I don't have a service. Then it's time. If you want to have a business, you need a product or service. You have to have something to sell. And that, I don't mean that to be mean. It's just like a business is, is, is selling things. That's what we do. The business is in the, is in the revenue generating business. So if you aren't selling anything yet, you don't have an offer, start there. How do you want to serve? How can you help people change their lives? And from that, you can go backwards to figure out what your launch should be and then how to build that runway. All right, y'all. I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope that you're excited about launching now because it's awesome. And I look forward to hearing from you guys over in the So You Want to Be a Witch Facebook group. And I look forward to looking at your applications as well for the Holistic Business Incubator. Let's get your shit into the world. Let's change the world. Small business is my favorite kind of witchcraft. So we can really change, we can really change the world by creating the impact, income, creating jobs, and helping people live better lives. That's it for today. I'll talk to you next time. Bye for now.